0: There are several tales that possess an enduring quality by cutting so close to the heart and mind of man as to necessitate their recounting by a variety of media over centuries by many writers and artists alike. As with Faust, Dante's The Divine Comedy is another such tale. There are further parallels to be drawn from Dante's Divine Comedy. Whilst Dante is thought of as a poet, he was certainly a great student of theology and philosophy, visiting the great schools of philosophy at the Sorbonne. Philosophy, Dante argued, was literally love of wisdom, and he immersed himself in the study of books to the point where he nearly destroyed his eyesight. Dante is quoted as saying, the love of philosophy banished and destroyed every other thought. Philosophy was extremely important to Dante in all its forms. In the Convivio, a work which preceded the Divine Comedy, Dante begins with a quote from Aristotle, which says, All human beings by nature desire to know. The Divine Comedy is an intellectual synthesis which suggests that all things in the universe can be fully understood and explained. This work was probably started in 1307 and concluded only a few months before Dante's death in 1321. The narrative is largely of a spiritual struggle and a quest for truth, though interspersed with the politics of the day that affected him. The poem is divided into three volumes, Inferno or Hell, Purgatorio, Purgatory, and Paradiso, Paradise or Heaven. Beneath this work lies much historical reference and constantly refers to the Old and New Testaments as well as the ancient Greek narratives. The similarities to Goethe's Faust are to be found in the traversing of these otherworldly realms and the meeting of a variety of spirits. However, it is not until Purgatorio that we start to see the full extent and numerous instances of light, this imagery evoking the phenomena of change, process and regeneration until the return to earthly existence in Paradiso. In Canto II, it opens with a sudden display of supernatural illumination, It states, a light came so swift across the sea, and nothing else in flight could equal it, and having briefly drawn my eyes away, to ask my leader what this light could be, I saw it now grown greater and more bright, and then, around it, all appeared to me, a something of I did not know pure white, and, bit by bit, another under that.' Virgil, Dante's guide, then declares that Dante, henceforth, must accustom himself to such moments of revelation. Virgil explains that Dante, having arrived at the steps that lead to the gate of purgatory, was lifted there not by an eagle, but by a Christian saint, Saint Lucia, whose name, of course, means light. And the heat that he experienced in his dream was, in fact, the light of revelation. The second half of Canto Nine moves inward to a region of ecstatic vision in which, beyond any scientific or rational explanation, the mind is enraptured and informed by powers beyond itself. The conclusion of Purgatorio is the nearing of the end of Dante's spiritual journey and his entry into earthly paradise and a new level of thought. He declares that his purpose must be to write for the benefit of mankind, and, having received the visions, return to the world, and for its benefit, reveal the perspectives of divine truth. He associates himself with seers and prophets of the Old and New Testaments, particularly with Ezekiel and St. John of the Apocalypse. In Paradiso, perhaps the most deeply personal of all three volumes, we hear him describe his spiritual journey and experience. It states, high in that sphere which takes from him most light, I was, I was, and saw things there that no one who descends knows how or ever can repeat. The Divine Comedy is not a work of fantasy, and Dante himself describes it as a sacred work, making him over many years grow gaunt. He also modestly suggests that this work is a little flame that might ignite a great bonfire. In Paradiso, Dante is guided through the nine celestial spheres of heaven, and in the entirety of this cantica, there are numerous references to light. One can hardly turn a page without viewing numerous examples. As a result of his experience, Dante states that he now saw better than he had before. His guide, later in Paradiso, describes the light as the power that overcomes sight, and as one from which no shelter can be sought. Here, all is wisdom and the strength that cleared the open road that runs from heaven to earth, which was for so long Dante's desire. This destination is described in Paradiso as where our human nature is at one with God, and where what we hold in faith, not argued through, but known for what it is, as the primal truth that all believe. It is my belief that the Divine Comedy is a book of revelation which resists the imposition of any final answer and even questions the desirability of any final answer. The last canto in Paradiso repeatedly emphasizes the inadequacy of Dante's words in recording any ultimate experience of divinity. The last canto in Paradiso, Dante repeatedly emphasizes the inadequacy of his words in recording any ultimate experience of divinity. In my view, as I will elaborate in the next chapter, this experience is a particularly difficult one to articulate, define and elucidate.